0: Welcome new listeners to Disney Animated Minute Essentials. This is our precursor episode before we actually get started so that you have a chance to meet me and my co-host. I'm Andrew Dorowski.
1: And I'm Kestra Dorowski.
0: And we are grateful that you're here to join with us as we go through Disney Films Minute by Minute. This is a format pioneered by the Star Wars Minute podcast, and they have graciously granted to many other podcasts the opportunity to dissect movies minute by minute. And we are excited to do Disney films. We're starting with Snow White. What year is that?
1: Nineteen thirty-seven, December of nineteen thirty-seven, and then it came out like for the public in nineteen thirty-eight.
0: And we will begin close to the original release date for the public premiere of Snow White and the and the Seven Dwarfs. Not Seven Dwarfs, Seven Dwarfs. Yes, and I will trip up on that a lot, probably. Yes, uh, Kestra. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about us?
1: (laughs) About us? We are husband and wife. We got married last year. And Andrew started a podcast with his brother and friend two years ago?
0: Um, We are at about 100 and some odd episodes. So it's it's getting closer to like two and a half years uh, around now. But yeah, so I've got a little podcast experience.
1: And we wanted to start one together.
0: And Kester has a lot of Disney experience, which I don't have.
1: <laughs> yes, you have not been to a Disney park, and and I, I have. <laughs> I have
0: watched Disney movies.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: So that's a thing.
1: Yeah, and that's good for this podcast, since it's a Disney, Disney movie podcast. Yeah,
0: movie minutes. And, <laughs> um. Okay, but what's what's your background with Disney? Let's get the whole story.
1: Okay, I've always loved Disney since I was probably born and <laughs> and I had the opportunity to do the Disney College Program, which is basically a paid internship with Disney where you can work at either Disneyland or Disney World. Sorry, Walt Disney World. I had the role of attractions where I worked in Frontierland with Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and the parades. And it was one of the best experiences of my life and has made me even more of a Disney fanatic, which I was a big one beforehand, but now I'm even more obsessive.
0: (laughs) And since we've been dating and gotten married, you've had to explain basically all of that to me because I don't have any experience with Disney parks and I didn't know what Frontierland was and I still don't because I haven't been but hopefully after a little bit of time on this podcast and in this coming year we'll have the opportunity to go and I will get my first Disney park experience right
1: yes are you,
0: I, are you I'm excited to I take was gonna you. ask are you excited <laughs> to to make that happen
1: yeah and the first ride you'll ever ride is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Obviously,
0: right, and then second, probably due to this podcast, should be
1: the snow. White. If if we go to Walt Disney World, it, which
0: we're planning, which huh? we're
1: planning on, it would probably be
0: Seven, Seven Dwarfs, the Seven
1: Dwarfs Mine Train.
0: Okay, so we have two rides locked into the schedule,
1: but you will ride practically every ride.
0: Okay, I I trust you <laughs> to to get it organized. Um, my background it is not Disney-centric, like, at all, um, except that, you know, I was a kid in America and saw <laughs> Disney stuff around. But in college, I studied American Studies, which is essentially just deconstructive analysis of American culture. So I am all about digging deep into American culture. The biggest export America has is its culture, and especially popular culture. I typically have studied comic books and superheroes. So I might make a lot of references to comic books and superheroes. Um, Marvel is now owned by Disney. So that's totally under the purview of this, but Disney itself wasn't really my focus. I, I liked it a lot, um, but I didn't engage with everything. I was kind of picking and choosing. So for example, Snow White, I don't know if I've ever like watched the whole thing through. So a lot of this is going to be a little bit new for me, but I will bring to bear all of my analytical skills and talents to uh to to help get something more out of this film. What are what are you bringing?
1: Um my love and knowledge of Disney facts. I know You don't
0: want to say obsession.
1: Okay, yeah, my obsession and knowledge of Disney facts. I know quite a lot about snow white i did some research beforehand um
0: yes you, you've been getting ready
1: <laughs> yeah but also i've done research a couple of years ago in snow white just because i was researching things about snow white and mm-hmm. disney in general and i have a lot of facts about snow white that not a lot of people know and i don't like deconstruct movies like you do
0: mm-hmm. we we've like spoiler we have started watching it and we know some things that we want to talk about and i am not so much doing research into it um like you are about the history and things like that i'm getting more focused with kind of what's on the screen and what i can glean from doing a deep reading of what's present i hope that i'll get a little more into some of the research and and dig into some of that stuff but I'm comfortable leaving a lot of that to you because you have a little more time and a little more desire to, to get there. But I am kind of focused on what's present, what's on the screen for us to look at, what are we seeing and what can I get from, from looking at that a lot. Yeah. But there is plenty to talk about with Disney in general and Snow White in particular being the first full length animated Disney feature and first full-length animated feature of any variety, right?
1: Right. Snow White had a lot of new features and was a new... It was the first animated fe- full-length animated feature.
0: It comes in at, what, 89 minutes? Yeah, about... Or so, 87 or 87, 89?
1: 8 or 89, yeah.
0: So it's it's... A little short by today's standards of full-length feature, and and even by the standards of the time, because some of those full-length features had intermissions, like Ben-Hur and The Ten Commandments, the epics. But it counts as a full-length feature. It's there. It's a little shorter than some other movies by minutes that you'd get. But we have uh, a large pool to draw from. Uh, We look forward to, you know, after Snow White, hopefully being able to do some others, like... Uh, Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty um, some of the early Disney princesses and and I very 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 much look forward to the Disney renaissance when we get to Little Mermaid in 1989 but that is other stuff I I'm gonna love talking about marketing and like the meaning of these things like what does it mean to the culture um, these are not things that you are going to be talking about so much. No. <laughs> so if I do get into research, if that's what it's going to be like. I'll be digging into like, why is it a renaissance? What's the impetus for that? Who was working where? Things like that. But that's especially hard with Snow White because the credits isn't very thorough.
1: Mm-mm. Not pretty much. Hardly anyone is credited in in the movie. The voice actors, none of them are are credited and.
0: For for comparison, um, one, this was back in the day when credits came at the beginning of films instead of the end. Uh, so there's that difference. But it's only about two minutes of credits. You know, in the first week, we'll be done with credits. Whereas um, the the people doing the Lord of the Rings Minute, extended edition, Lord of the Rings Minute, I don't know how many minutes it is. It's like 20 minutes of credits. They're going to be talking about those credits for so long because there's so many people and every single one of them is actually credited. Whereas with Snow White, I don't know what the labor laws were like. And that's actually something I'm hoping to research a little bit is um, you know, what kind of guilds or unions were in place in Hollywood at the time, whether there was a screen actors guild and a, and a screenwriters guild and things like that um, that guaranteed them credit in the film but yeah, it's just two minutes. It's probably like five cards that get thrown up with a few hundred names at the most. And yeah. probably not even.
1: Yeah, but most of them are the ones who are the producers and like the main writers. And mm-hmm. and Walt Disney obviously is is labeled there too. Cause it's, mm-hmm.
0: Pre-Castle Walt Disney.
1: Yeah, pre-Castle Walt Disney. So
0: this is, I mean, it's 37. It is... When we release this, it's hitting the 70th anniversary? 80th.
1: It'll hit the... Uh,
0: 79th anniversary?
1: 79th anniversary of in December. Re-
0: of, but when we release this, it's the 79th anniversary of its public release. Public premiere, right? Yes. So that's a lot of time for the industry to change. Mm-hmm so we'll wrap up this precursor episode, this zero with edition of, of the show. Um, we'll throw it into iTunes early to make sure we get a feed going and and things like that. But, uh, we hope that you join us for the long term on the Disney animation minute essentials or Dame, and we'll get a, a website going and we'll get, you know, all the, all the basic podcast stuff, uh, in due course, but we're just getting started. So please, uh, if you can, support us by reviewing us on iTunes. That is the best way, especially early on, to get some good new listeners and to to show that you care about this and that you want it. We want to do a lot of this, but um, we can't do it without a little bit of support from listeners. So please and thank you for whatever support you can give us.
1: Thank you.